0: Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. In the Gospel of John today, chapter 17, beginning in verse 16, we find Jesus there in the garden praying to the Father. So we're like eavesdropping into this very personal uh, discussion, personal uh, interaction between Jesus and the Father as Jesus was just hours away from the crucifixion. And one of Jesus's greatest uh, subjects in this prayer was those apostles and all the disciples that would follow after them throughout the years. And speaking of them all, he says in verse 16, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. So Jesus, again, had been talking uh, to the Father about the battle that rages as Christians in the fact that we, as disciples, are called to engage the world and still not be part of it. And that's a very difficult, very fine line to walk. So despite his desire to see us engaged, We need to be still very aware that the danger that is out there, the danger in us doing this is quite real, and it will pull you under if you're not alert and you're not on your toes. He says in verse 17, sanctify them in your truth, your word is truth. Now the prayer of Christ now sought a sanctification, if you will, in and for the apostles and even for us today. Sanctification, in a nutshell, is a setting apart for a particular and singular and even exclusive use. Jesus had just said in verse 15 and 16 that it was not his desire to withdraw his followers from the world and its culture. But in fact, if we seek to model our lives after that of Christ on this earth, we will seek for every opportunity to do just the opposite. Not hide from the world, but actually to engage this world and its culture to bring others into the kingdom of God and to bring glory to him. But we must not lose track of our objective. Now, Jesus himself didn't hide away, did he? He embraced his mission. Indeed, he did not become one with the world, but he interacted with it constantly for the sake of evangelism, for the, for the desire to express his other-centered love. Look, hiding from this call basically says, I only care about myself and my immediate family and heck, the rest of the world be damned. Now, is there a danger in this direct missional lifestyle? Oh yes, absolutely, definitely. If we're not on guard and we're not living carefully and with clear intentions, we'll not only affect uh, those uh, that uh, we're interacting with, but we won't affect but it'll affect us is what I'm trying to say. Rather, they're gonna affect us and not in a good and a positive way. So this is something you have to be on guard all the time. When we lose sight of the fact that our walk on this planet is a war, a battlefield, then we're in imminent danger of becoming a casualty. And this is what I've seen over and over again. This isn't a club, okay? This is a war. However, but to stay out of the fray, again, is only to live for yourself. And ultimately, it speaks of, well, I'm going to call it for what it is. It only speaks for the strong possibility that you're not even born again. Because the reality is, if you have been reborn, a person's heart and passions are also reborn. And in that, we are thereafter naturally having a desire out of a great love for Christ and out of a great love for our fellow man to draw, to lead others to the feet of our Redeemer. This is why discipleship training and Christian community is always so very crucial. It's in these things that train us in spiritual weaponry and train us in field survival and help protect us as a fighting division alongside others who can support us and protect us. When you study spiritual family and community within scripture, you see that It is a very, or the very, picture of a military setup. Well, we might ask if it's not a setting apart from the world and its culture, then this sanctification, this setting apart, what is it setting us apart from? Gang, it's not setting from what, but for what? (laughs) We, We tend to think that we're being pushed away from something but in fact we're being a set apart for something we're set apart for the exclusive use of Jesus Christ and his kingdom just as the utensils in the temple they were sanctified they were set apart only for their specific purpose and task it was and is God's desire today that we be set apart for the specific spiritual purpose that we're called to accomplish upon this earth Please note, this does not in any way mean that we are to become worldly and become in union with those of the world. Again, quite the contrary. The Bible clearly calls us to come up from amongst them and be separate, so says 2 Corinthians six seventeen. So we're definitely to be different, but different in the midst of them, separate in passion, priority, intent, and practice. We're called to be as Christ was, holy in an unholy world faithful amongst the unfaithful, loving in the presence of hate, focused on pleasing the Lord in a world that is, frankly, focused upon pleasing themselves. Sanctify means make holy, consecrate, dedicate, purify, set apart for exclusive use of God to further the kingdom and to bring him glory. So please note, this is not setting up outside the world, it's rather setting up for the frontline battle of his ministry. Now, you might claim here that this passage is not directed to you because, hey, you're not called to be a pastor. But you need to understand today, as born-again individuals, we are all called to be ministers, every one of us, whether that is a minister at work or school or on the street or with our families or out in public. No Christian is exempt from this innate calling. Now, Christ seeks this process of sanctification through what he says is the vehicle of truth, And he goes on to say that that vehicle of truth is God's word. It's the reading and the understanding and the participating in the word of God that pulls us forward into that discipleship life. The New Testament is very clear about the place of the gospel in producing faith. It says, the gospel is the power of God for salvation. Romans 1 16 and quote, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God in quote Romans 10 17. When we embrace his words, the natural result is that we embrace his life, for ourselves. This is why so many folks desire to reject it today, or at least large segments of it, because to embrace it all, well, that has some pretty severe ramifications. Make no mistake, the cost of sanctification is extremely high. If you desire the things of this world and seek its priorities and its methods, You will never know what this means. Please note, we know that an unredeemed person can participate in and can ultimately emulate religious activity. Yes, it can even be a part of the miraculous while still never actually having been born again. Now that's not my take on this, that's the Word of God. But one thing is for sure, he or she cannot know or experience sanctification separate from true conversion, separate from the acceptance and the reception of Scripture, the Word of God in its entirety. The presence and the priority of sanctification is yet another, if not the greatest actually, proof that salvation was and is to be more than just a release from the penalty of sin. Following the act of positional sanctification, that which happens in a moment, comes the life of practical sanctification, That which happens over a lifetime, in which we are afforded the awesome and great opportunity to step out and magnify Christ in our living. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.